Work is no longer just about productivity and metrics. It's about people. And when we focus on positivity, communication, belonging, and development, the numbers take care of themselves. This is Work Human Radio, where we talk to authors, researchers, and business leaders about the latest trends making work more human around the world. Here's your host, Mike Wood. Welcome to another Work Human Radio. I am your host, Mike Wood, and we have a very special guest today. We are talking to Dr. Evian Gordon. Hello, Dr. Evian. How are you today? I am good. How are you, Mike? So, doctor, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are? Sure. So, I am a scientist and a medical doctor, and I ran a Brain Institute in the largest hospital in the Southern Hemisphere at a Westmead Hospital in Australia. Before I came to the United States, I'm based in San Francisco. And essentially, what I was interested in, my PhD was in the heart, was in looking at serum lipids. And one day, while I was finishing my PhD, I came across the missing link fossil of the brain. And I was so intrigued that the brain has trebled in size in the last five million years. And no other species has done this other than humans that I felt that I should, something inside me said, you're going to have to switch from the brain to the heart. And I can assure you, Mike, all these years ago, it was not exactly, it was moving from the golden highways of cardiology to the dirt roads of brain science. Of course, (laughs) it's changed today. But essentially, that's how I got to where I am. And in working In Sydney, I had collaborators in Europe and in America, and particularly in America, Steve Koslow, who is the head of the Human Brain Project in Washington. He had $100 million to set up databases across the United States, which he did. But we started collaborating, and I saw that wonderful databases, many Nobel Prize laureates and pieces and things like that have come out of it. But I was struck with Steve's help in understanding that not a lot of people were collaborating into once they got the money and set up their databases. And so what I wanted to do was create a standardized international database that anybody in the world could link to, everything in the same way, so we could capitalize on the power of numbers, but also bring everything about the brain together in one database. And that's what I set up. I set up the world's first standardized, integrative um, database about how the brain works, everything from cognition, little assessments of cognition, genetics, measuring the electrical brain function, all the way through to looking at the brain structure and blood flow and a whole lot of other questions about life, happiness, and of course, 10 different mental health conditions. So that's the essence is I want you to see what are the key patterns that matter? And how can we convert those insights into applications, especially on the web? And that's essentially what we've done. And that's why I live in San Francisco now, near Silicon Valley, and see the cauldron of ideas and apps online. And we just happen to be in totalbrain.com, which I founded in 1980 and has now been taken over and run by a wonderful CEO, Louis Gagnon from Amazon. Amazon executive, sort of who knows, veteran consumer product person. But essentially, we've converged this this kind of scale, engaging, 
kind of way of applying insights into the total brain with the deep science underpinnings of what the database is telling us about the brain. So that's essentially a snapshot about where I've come from and what we, how I got to setting up the state international database and now how it's been converted into an online product that's used by major corporates across the country that it currently is today. So tell me a little bit more about the product. So you have the database, which is a one-of-a-kind mm-hmm. resource of all sorts of data. What have you learned from that database and how have you applied that in your product? So what the database did is it helped us discern what are the brain's key capacities. And it's mainly emotions, feelings, cognition, that's obviously everybody knows cognition, memory, focus, and planning, and how well you can self-regulate, how well you can self-control yourself, like resilience, and your ability to connect emotionally to people. And that's the essence. And from those four key functional insights from the database and from the scientific literature, obviously, we have over 300 publications from the database. We said, okay, how do we take emotion, feeling, cognition, and self-control, and then look at the, each has three key measures. So for example, for cognition, how do you measure memory and focus and planning easily and quickly in the most validated way. So we spent a lot of time, years, on sorting this out with the key people around the world. So the essence of the product online, totalbrain.com, is this assessment in 20 minutes that can give you a snapshot of your essential self, of your total brain, of your emotion, your feeling, your cognition, and your self-control. And then in addition, what Louis has added is a snapshot of mental health, uh, the seven mental health conditions that are most common, just a quick snapshot within those 20 minutes of your likelihood of being depressed, anxious, ADHD, etc. And it's not medical at all. It's no, no medical language. There's no labels. It destigmatizes mental health because what it is about is about the continuum from wellness to mental health peak performance. We all, all fluctuate through those cycles. Everybody has bits of wellness, bits of mental health challenge, and snippets of peak performance, depending how well you know and can use your total brain. So essentially, that's the goal. It's a platform rather than just an app that really gives the assessment insight that people can recognize in themselves through their brain capacities. And the last thing I'll say about the assessment side of this, Mike, is that a lot of people are aware of IQ tests and EQ tests and personality tests, Myers-Briggs, Big Five, all great. I mean, I personally have a bias against IQ tests because I think that they do not reflect the main aspects of the brain, which I'll come to in a moment, but they all have their role. And the point, though, is that brain capacities, the closer you get to how the brain actually works, the more impact you can have, the more insight you have of yourself. So starting with brain capacities is like the mother load. And there's a big scientific literature now that's moving towards pointing to how important that is across that continuum from wellness to mental health to peak performance. Insight into your brain capacities is crucial. 
And I'll add one more thing, Mike, before I talk about the solutions. The biggest insight we've had, I mean, everybody knew that the brain is about safety. So everybody knows if you don't get safety, if you don't know how to master stress, all the rest is detail. So yeah. everybody knew that. Yep, we're, we're set up that way. We're set up that way. Why? Because the brain has evolved to keep out of danger. It's about safety. Okay, so everyone knows that. And we've added a lot of deeper insights into that. Terrific. But the big insight that people are still struggling to absorb and use is that emotions drive the show. Emotions, which happen in a fifth of a second, and they are picking up the cues, and they have our biases. How do we deal with fear? How do we deal with anger? What are the things that are going to be useful to us and rewarding, and what should we be fearful of? And be how to, and Those are our biases, and they happen super fast. And of course, the other biases that are, these are emotions. The other biases like confirmation bias, where people have visited thoughts that they condition to have, whether it's political or personal or whatever. Very hard to shake those. If you have a confirmation bias, you spend your life going around looking for information to validate your preconception or mm -hmm. your conditioning. So these are big insights. Now, this is tricky because there's not the same understanding and ways to change that, although there are ways to change that, as there are for rational thinking. Most people believe rational thinking, cognition, your emotion, your focus, your memory, your planning, that that's the main game. And it's crucial, of course. But if it's not aligned, if it's not fitting with your emotional awareness, you've got a problem. Your brain is not going to be effective. And you're going to be very driven and hijacked, hijacked by your biases, your fears, and with a mismatch between what you see intuitively in your emotions and what you're trying to rationalize to make it logical. You want to, people, of course, want stability, they want simplicity. It just doesn't work like that. So that's why the database and a total brain mind, looking at all of this together, not in a sort of over-pushing any one thing. Emotions are not better than rational thinking. It just turns out that they hugely drive your feelings, which is from your emotion, you know, where, how you deal with risk and reward. That's your biases. So for yeah, the second, I, then, then you feel it. You feel it with mm -hmm. your sweat rate, your breathing. So dealing with yep. that becomes really important. And then how it affects your decision-making. Mm -hmm. So those are the insights and why a total brain insight. And then lastly, so just to finish the piece, there's then a whole lot of solutions. There's 50 ways in which we, people can go and train and help to better adjust to how they can get a more total brain that's more effective. So that's the sort of second part of the equation. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And actually, we've done a lot of work where we've talked to many people about mental health, about what the work place is like now. Our whole mission at Work Human is to make the work a better place, but it's tough because there's that stress that follows you. Everybody has a phone in their pocket that tells them you can look at the news and find out the sky's falling. You could get a stuff from home you're constantly connected to. So there is that stress that's out there. And we've found things like mindfulness and just taking a step back and unplugging have helped. What are some easy things that workers can do to kind of help their productivity and their just overall well-being? 
Yeah, so great point, and that's well put. So yes, we all challenged. What we found first and foremost is that just having some insight into your own emotions and how they lead to feelings. How do you do that, Mike? Well, it turns out that the brain science has shown us that when we're just sitting, not doing anything, we have what's called a default mode. And if you just tune into that default mode, that gives you more and more insight into how do you deal? What is your insight into observing yourself? So that's firstly, number one. Secondly, we have, just to give you an example, breath is a wonderful way to supplement mindfulness. So we have breath tools. We have mindfulness tools. We have tools to nudge positivity, to positive affirmation. All of these pieces have a role. Love mindfulness, but the reality is that it needs to be the brain neural networks that wire together, fire together, wire together. So if you're not being specific about targeting something very clear that's challenging you, hijacking you, it's very difficult to change that through general principles of relaxation. There's no downside to that, but we were trying to add the next layer, rewiring what really works for you, focusing on your strengths. But in answer to your question, one thing I'd say starting off with the insight, and obviously our bias would be do the app assessment and see your emotions, including your biases and stuff. So that's my bias, of course. But in just the simplest thing is just take the time to listen to your default mode as a start and then focus on breath. Breath is the greatest trigger. Slow breathing is the best trigger to put you into a flow state, especially when you feel that mismatch between what you're seeing people in their body language, their voice tonation versus what they're saying. So the difference, the mismatch between your emotions, your intuition, and your rational thinking, that's triggering people. If you just take the time to step back and three breaths slowly, that's a start. That's the thing that I start with always and as the first piece of if that anybody can do at any time and is sort of to increase their own self-awareness. That's wonderful. So he is Dr. Evian Gordon. Doctor, can you tell people just where they can go for more information about what you're doing at Total Brain? Sure. I'm happy to tell people that for, the, for now there's a free trial that people can go to www.totalbrain.com forward slash consumer trial and that people can have a free trial do the assessment play around with your own brain and get insight into your total brain and see how that demystifies mental health and gives you some cool cool tools to train your strengths and see how you want to shape your own 85 billion neurons to where you want to get what you want well thank you very much for joining us today it's a pleasure thank you If you want to see business leaders, culture keepers, and industry experts come together to share the latest research and ideas for making work more human, you need to be at Work Human Live in 2020, May 11th through the 14th in San Antonio. Visit workhuman.com to see the full lineup of speakers and reserve your spot in the number one conference of 2020. 